Hey, how you doing? This is MMH4K. That's right. It's Middle Child, aka Keishon Rivers. I got my brothers here, Akari and Yavaris, aka C Flat and Daddy V. All right. Now, before we continue to start this uh, podcast, I just want to say for those listeners who listened in last week, uh, it was, you know, before the Super Bowl. And uh, just to recap, the Super Bowl wasn't what... Uh, the Super Bowl was, wasn't wasn't exciting, man. It was whack. I, I'm just... Everybody We're going to keep it, it a beam, fam. Yeah. It, it wasn't it. That wasn't it. We all know the Saints are supposed to be there. I think if that had happened, it would have been a different situation. Okay, point being, recap, we got memes out of it, 21 Savage. Uh, Demi Lovato is no longer on Twitter at this moment uh, for reasons known. Um, if you don't know, you can look it up. <laughs> hey, I feel like if you're trying to, you know, become a part of roast culture, you shouldn't get offended when you catch a third degree and somebody else just gets singed. Yeah, I mean... I- that's just that's just fair game. I mean, you wanted to join in on the laughter, and when other people starts to kiki and and ha ha a little harder at you than others, you can't I mean, be too mad. But I think about it like this though: they did kind of go in on her for like a lot of stuff, and you know she she's gone through a lot, and she's yeah. now she's gonna be going through some more. It was valid. You got stank I mean, booty. She. How you know? I, <laughs> when the last time you done smelled Demi Lovato's butt? I haven't. Uh, right. I haven't. But, but from the sounds, me of, personally, from the sounds of you can you can smell it through the sounds. From eh? the sounds. Of All right. <laughs> me personally, I feel like it it wasn't necessarily slander. It was just a good roast session. Mm-mm. It's just that when it's the internet, it seems like you're getting ganged up on because you're a celebrity. Not only that, but there's more than just like a couple people that you know, or like yeah. a nice like high school setting where like, yeah. oh okay, like that was funny. I, I feel like lunchroom like laughs. I feel uh, like she she's a poor roasting. sport, man. She's a poor sport. If you go laugh she's at a the poor mean, sport. she I got mean, roasted extra got, hard, bro. She got roasted sometimes. Bro, she got thrown into the like furnace. That. She got thrown into the furnace. Yes, just like Chucky did. <laughs> just like Chucky, chucked on thrown. in there. Thrown into the force, <laughs> thrown into the furnace. She was gone. She was thrown. She was scorched <laughs> like instantaneously. Oh, Not man. even a full thirty seconds afterwards. I'm pretty sure. All right, now I just want to say, you know, that my brother's birthday is today. I For understand. Sure. Like it's not when it gets released. It won't be the same day, but I gotta say, shout out to my brother for his birthday. You're shout turning out, how shout old? Out, shout out. 22. He's turning 22 today. And for you beautiful ladies out there who are looking for a wonderful, voiced, and schmexy 22-year-old man, it's not in this room. It is not. You will find it elsewhere. elsewhere. But- you can find it on Instagram <laughs> at C-P-H-L-A-T. And you can find it on other Social media sites at C P H L A T. DMs are open at all times, apparently. For sure. Anyway, <laughs> happy birthday, Kai. Happy birthday, bro. Just gotta say that, you know, before we actually continue to get down to business, the nitty gritty of today's podcast. Today's podcast is focusing on the wonderful month of February. Psych, it's Black History Month. We all know February. It's my month. Even, it's not even a month anymore. It's just Black History. 
We just call it Black History. We're like it's January, Black History, March, April. You know what I'm saying? That's how that it shows. works. <laughs> that's, that's, that's just it's fact, and we've earned it. Yeah, that's exactly why we're gonna make today's podcast a little bit educational. Now I don't know about how they're gonna explain their Black historians or their Black people that have made history, but I know on my end I've come prepped and ready to explain to you why this person has made black history or a person in black history and then future black historians or people that are black that are making history right now. It's 2019, and for those of you who made it to this year and who made it past last year, you know, but there was a lot of black historical moments. And a lot of black excellence. A lot of black excellence. I'm talking about, like, it's just like, if, if you had a stream, right, and it was damned up, the beavers then came out and they done removed that bitch. And now that shit is flooding through the city. There's kids drowning somewhere. Uh, nobody has floaties for some reason. Just know we are drowning them. I'm just metaphorically speaking, we are drowning them. And I think that at this point in time, it's necessary. And the wise words of gonna drip or drown. Drip or drown. So, we are going to present to you our favorite black historians or black figures i guess keep saying historians i just history is not my favorite subject as you can see but for those who have made history we're going to present them we're going to start off by giving past black historical figures of course and then we'll give you some of our favorite present historical figures or let's just say the black people that are making history as we speak <coughs> so who wants to go first is a real question. I mean, I already got mine down to a T. I have so mine I as mean, well, but I asked who want to go first. Okay, so Kyle wants to go first, boys. Don't want to go first. I can go first right now. I got mine prepared. I mean, I'm ready, but you know. <laughs> okay, so for my black historical figure, of course, I wanted to choose somebody that I knew around the block, like literally. <laughs> His name is like. In the high school that's like around the corner from where we live at. Banneker High School is the name of the school. But Benjamin Banneker. That's right, Benjamin Banneker. He is a genius. He is an author. He is an astronomer. He is an inventor, etc. He he has like a list of things he's done in his like lifetime. Now, I'm gonna get to the nitty-gritty parts about what I like about him and what interested you know, me, as far as, like, his name and his history. So, Benjamin Banneker, as I said, he did Arthur, mathematician, astronomer. I'm key, I'm because he's done a lot of stuff, all right? But for me, one of the things that made him stand out to me was the fact that he invented the wooden clock. Now, for those of you who understand, a black man invented the wooden clock. He looked at a pocket watch he saw the design of it. He broke it down. He looked at the intricate designs of it. And then he designed a clock that lasted for like decades. I'm talking about it was accurate for decades. Of course, as time changed, he had to change the clock. But the fact that it stayed that accurate for that long is like simply amazing. Not only that, but a black man who invented a clock that runs on colored people time. I just want to... <laughs> that's basically... <laughs> That's basically where that comes from. Let's be honest here. <laughs> like, so you can never be late when 
a black man gave you the tools to measure time. If black per- black people can't be late, we invented the clock. We know what time it is. We know. We definitely know what time it we is. We already know. <laughs> we definitely know what time it is. Thirty minutes. <laughs> Prior, Thirty minutes. Thirty minutes late. No, bro. Thirty minutes. Whenever I say fifteen, just know. Thirty minutes to forty-five. I just think that to me was probably one of the most interesting things that he took the time out to break down a clock, a smaller clock, a one that wasn't, I guess, as finely tuned because it was pocket watch. You know that back then, at least during that time, it would uh, break down. <laughs> Simple as that. So he designed something that will not only last long, but be able to give accurate time reading. So you wake up and you're not looking at your watch like, oh yeah, it's six, but it stopped or something like that, and you late for. Whatever work you got to do back then in the 1750s, whatever. That was the time it was made, right? Not too long after that, well, I guess as far as like comparison to time, in 1789, he actually accurately predicted a solar eclipse. Now, 1789 didn't have all the technological advancements that we have now. And he studied astronomy enough to figure out the stars and correlation of it and how things work as far as like the rotation of the planets and what stars shooting across the sky, all of that. And he predicted a solar eclipse. And he was telling, I don't know how he was running down the street telling people, but he was just like, yeah, guys, like, I ain't gonna lie to you, like, the solar eclipse coming. However, he did it. I find that fascinating in itself. Then a little bit after that in the 1790s, he ended up writing, uh, I'm sorry, I can't accurately say the name of the book, but it's like an almanac, and I can never say the word, but it's like E-P-H-E-M-E-R-I-S. I don't know how to pronounce that. I apologize, but I spelled it out for you. You can look it up. Look at this book. He made this book. He uh, turned it into Thomas Jefferson, also with a letter saying that they should abolish slavery, and Thomas Jefferson was like, well, dang, he going that hard in the paint. I'm going to help him out. Now, I really want to just Thomas say... Jefferson was like, you know what? You're right. Right. <laughs> I want to say that he led him. Like, I want to say that Benjamin led Thomas. That's how I'm going to look at it, and that's how I've looked at it, and that's how I'm going to do it. And Benjamin Banneker, for me, that's that's who he is. And he's a genius. I think he was ahead of his time, and I, I think his multiple talents help other black you know, inventors or entrepreneurs or black historical figures could become more open about it and get out there and actually want to make a change and not worry about white people. So, yeah, Benjamin Banneker, that's my presentation. That's who I chose, and I, uh, I appreciate him a lot. Hey. Who would like to go next? I guess right. I'll guess I'll go. Guess I'll go. Um, alrighty. Uh, I chose, you know, to do my uh Black History people of interest. Um, in the music category, I found some very interesting artists, and I studied some of how they operate and some of the different accomplishments that they've made. Um. One of my first, of course, has to be Bob Marley. Same birthday as me, so he seems like a pretty fly guy. 
off rip. I'm gonna just say that. Um, See how we tied that in there? Bob Molly, his birthday. Yeah. You know, that's what we For do. Sure. Here. For sure. <laughs> now, check. One of the cool and interesting things about Bob Marley is he was one of the major figures in the African American community to not only bridge the gap between religion and music outside of the more traditional formats. He ended up uh, traveling around the globe and gaining worldwide fame and also bringing his beliefs with him. He never sacrificed any of his beliefs to accomplish his musical dreams. That's something that I hope to one day instill in people in all different types of fields. You don't have to compromise heavy on your beliefs to achieve your dreams. And that's one of the main reasons I wanted to add him on to the list outside of, you know, course, Aquarius gang, 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 you know? Um, I'm shaking my head right now. I'll, I, I keep going, man. <laughs> okay, for the second uh, on my list, I chose Snoop Dogg. The reason I chose Snoop Dogg is because um, Snoop Dogg was there in the early foundations of what we know today as modern day hip hop, and he's still active currently. So not only is he a true statement of longevity but changed what it means to be a pop icon and he has become more than just the music he's one of the first major african-american artists to break boundaries outside of music and make political statements in the u.s for a wider way of different audiences. Um, he recently got his uh, star on the Walk of uh, Fame in Hollywood. Um, I feel like that's way, way, way long overdue, and he should have a couple of them by now. Yeah, but Didn't you know, be hinting at one too. I believe so. I believe so. If not, she deserves one. I think she got one. She should have one. I think I think that was like, it was a list of people who got the star on the Walk of Fame. That they deserved one. <laughs> yeah. Um, not only has he, not only is he another example of, you know, not sacrificing your beliefs, for his, you know, background being from Long Beach and tied to what a lot of people consider, you know, gang and or not so pleasantry affiliations, you know. He's made very, very positive outcomes on a lot of different communities and showed that you can come from a background that isn't so, you know, uh, positively lit in the mainstream media and can still make a positive change you know so that was one of the cool things and more interesting things to me you know that 
stood out for me in choosing to add Snoop Dogg to this list. And then, couldn't forget the females. Love y'all ladies. So, I had this, had to go out, Rihanna, you know. All right, she is not only a very talented artist. Yeah, Snoop Dogg and Rihanna are more on the current side. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, what? Snoop Dogg has, you know what I mean? The Dr. Dre era all the way up until now. What I'm saying is it's like, <laughs> like Bob Marley's the only <laughs> old old black historical figure. <laughs> right. We were going to say, it, how we was going, it was like we were going to save that for after everybody did the... <laughs> No, that's alright. I mean, I, I still got He's some got more. This. I still got more figures okay, I can break out for them. I know, Let right? somebody else go. Right. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. No, but let me finish on Rihanna, though. Yeah, go ahead. Rihanna is very appreciated. Because she's bae. Um, but yes, she's one of the busiest and most successful business moguls out there currently. She's been working her butt off consistently. Time and time again, you see her breaking numerous amounts of records. When it comes to the money aspect, she bought that paperwork, fam. She's on track to, to reach that billion dollar mark soon. Do you know how much she has now? Currently, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure, because thinking about uh, her music catalog, added up to her clothing brand, added up to her makeup. own mu makeup and her own separate uh, lingerie line. You know what I mean? She's deep into business. Like, she got multiple uh, different um, food, uh, food restaurant, like, sponsorships and different things that she's working on in the background. a smart lady though yeah and she still goes out there and help her people i think that's one of the to me that's one of the things that make rihanna very top notch like i get it like don't get me wrong i'm not saying that there's not other artists out there helping out their people but like like i see pictures like all the time though that's my only thing i would say about rihanna like i see out there actually like working with people and stuff like that like that i'm not saying that pictures it reveals it all it's just like like, these are people that are taking pictures of her. Like, she's not paying them no mind. She ain't paying yeah, them she's nothing. Not saying, it she's ain't not saying. no shoot or nothing. She's not taking a selfie video and posting on Instagram. Hey, look, I was in Ghana doing so-and-so and so-and-so. Hey, look, I was in uh, the West Indies. I was doing this, helping out this charity, da 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 da, da. No, it's other people. Yeah? Yeah. I, I appreciate that a lot. Well... Alright, so well I'ma go on to mine and my my historian, as we we we're gonna call him, uh is gonna be Cassius Clay. Um formerly known as Muhammad Ali, or most people know him as Muhammad Ali. And the reason I chose him because I I believe or I feel like he inspired the sports world of today, which is probably one of the biggest things other than rap that blacks 
can, as far as men, can hold to. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I chose him. And he had a lot of great accomplishments. Um, uh, as he became an amateur boxer at 12. Um, at the age of 18, he won his first heavyweight, light heavyweight divisional at the 1960 Summer Olympics in Rome, which is crazy. Because, I mean, he only, that's what, he was an amateur boxer at 12, and, you know, that's six years, and you you win a, you know, a championship in the Olympics. That's crazy. Um, he also won another world heavyweight championship at the age of 22, which is like, these are very young, man. To be uh, be a boxer, man. He, he young in the game and he, he doing his thing. Damn, that's crazy. I just turned twenty two like a few hours ago. <laughs> right. So well, at where, that, where your Olympic medal at? Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, what are we doing? Like, Where's our Olympic medals at? This dude is great. <laughs> Three um, years too late. And and another thing why I thought he was great because I thought he was a very um active like politically active as far as like in the civil rights movement i i felt like you know most people at that time would be scared or be put themselves separate themselves from that because they they feel like they're higher ilk you know what i'm saying like they got money now so they they don't feel the same problems as as the people that's you know, in the streets every day and being harassed and everything. But he actually said, no, forget that. Forget about my name. I'm going to actually stand side by side for my people. Which was uh, very interesting because in 1966, um, he, he uh, was supposed to be, he was drafted to the U.S. military Cause you know back then they would draft people to go fight the war instead of just hey come join us and then fight our war. Um, but but as as he saw fit that he he wasn't gonna do that. He said no, I'm not I'm not going to fight another man's war. He said he's not going to fight a war that he didn't believe in. Right, which is to me one of the most reasonable things, and just like. Even, like, if you look at some of his past interviews, you can go YouTube this, because I had to YouTube this at some point in time, especially when I was getting into boxing. Like, like the way he defines it, I guess, the way he says it is just like, we ain't supposed to be out there, man. Like, like you got to think about it from their point of view. Like, we the ones that are bad. It's just like, yeah, that's that's, that's valid. That's we valid as hell. Yeah. We ain't supposed to be over there. <laughs> he knew. Right, because at that point we, we terrorizing them. So I mean, I I felt like this man is super great, even though like by him doing that he was convicted. Um, he was supposed to be uh, sentenced at uh for jail time, but he actually fought it and won. At that time, at that time, you know, while all this civil rights movement and all this going on, you you wouldn't think a dude would win that. You know what I'm saying? And you gotta think about all the all the people who harassed him and, you know, this is still when, you know, the 
color versus the white is still going on. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I know he got a lot of terroristic attacks. You know what I'm saying? A lot of things said to him and things like that. So he he very he was a very strong man, very prideful man, and I respect that a lot. Um, also too, man, um, what he was known for was being being calling himself the greatest. He always called himself the greatest. I'm the best. No one can beat me. No one can stop me. And I felt like that that was like, like that's the best thing of all that he could have done because I felt like he had unbelievable unbelievable just just will and power and thinking like yo no one can stop me I'm gonna go in there knowing I already won like I'm not gonna lose so I thought that was amazing and also he was known for uh beatboxing and and saying rhymes and 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 freestyling like I, I literally well I know I know he literally brought hip hop to sports which is crazy because nowadays you know all these sports figures are into the hip hop um, scenes and into the into the oh I want to rap like Shaq or you know all these different rappers you know what I'm saying <laughs> now, Shaq was a rapper <laughs> he rapped Shaq. for a little he rapped for a little bit but you know what I'm saying all these Kill him. It, it kind of showed that, you know, Don't even though I, I do this, you know, I'm still good and creative at doing something else. So I thought that's why he was so great. And like I said, he brought hip hop to the sport community. And that's why he was great, man. That's all I got to say, man. I mean, a lot of people know about Muhammad Ali, but I just had to put that back out there. You know, he passed not, you know, not too many years ago. So I want him not to be forgotten. So. Yeah, he does deserve the title of greatest of all time. I mean, you can just look at, look at, just look at all the things he's done as far as like not being in the ring and then the things he's done in the ring too. But for me, I think that we've covered important things is just like as a boxer, he was very, very skilled. He was great. But I think as a person, why he says he's the greatest is because he took that that same energy that he put into his work ethic as far as like boxing, training, and becoming a champion, staying a champion, reigning as a champion, and he took that outside and still gave it back to the people. Like all yes. that energy, all of that, you know, after he swiftly, you know, dispatched any opponent, he took that energy that he had left over and he gave it out to the people. And that... That, that made him great, man. That's what that is. That's that's a great thing. Great. Think about how many people went to go see Muhammad fight. Like a lot of like old people that I want to say people that's older than us, our elders or whatever, that went to go see him fight and then actually got to speak with him or see him right. or walk with him, talk with, like like you don't feel like that like like that disconnect where it's just like oh man he's famous he's got money now he's yeah, doing that, all this like that's more of a now thing it's like okay he's famous you know he don't want to be touched or want to be with the people but at, he like you said he he would put that energy out and be around his people you know what I'm saying and took and took hold of his culture you know what I'm saying he would he he converted to Islam but really took hold of that 
And I mm-hmm. think, yeah, that's that's important. Mm-hmm. Take hold of what you believe in, mm-hmm. hold steady to it, and really follow through with that belief. I'm not saying that your beliefs can't change. Obviously, as time goes on and as you mature, it happens. But the important thing is, is that you are going out there and you are doing that. And you, you're doing what you believe in. Now, I'm not saying that all... Oh, <laughs> I don't want to get into that whole thing with the whites because it's Black History Month. <laughs> but for black people especially, and I want to say even other minorities listening, go out there and do what you believe. And I hope your beliefs... Whatever it is. Hope your beliefs are great and that they don't hurt other people. That's my hope on that belief. But if you believe in yourself, it's that's what's that's what's important. And believe in your beliefs, believe in yourself. I hope people take a glimpse of um, knowledge from some of the people before us. Grab a little bit of inspiration from them, so that way they could spark something within themselves, so they can inspire others. And that's really what it's about, especially amongst black people, man. There's so much things that have changed for the better for us and stuff that we're still dealing with at this time. And honestly, I hope as time goes on that it becomes basically nothing. It becomes dust. Hmm. Because that right there, we don't have to look at this whole (sighs) separate we we're separate or you know it's skin color none of that is then it'll be just get to the point where it's just like are you a jerk yes i don't want to mess with you <laughs> are you are um, you cool people yeah then cool we can kick it simple uh, as that i forget i forget the what all right so real quick let's go with your so your... i don't have any people from now per se at least on my end because there is a lot of people that have been making black history as we speak. Like, I'm talking about, like, last year alone, you think about how many people made moves. Like, I, I have a whole list. Like, Stacey Abrams, we got Michelle Obama, Barack Obama. That's, like, that's been happening, you know what I'm saying? But to me, they're pretty current because they still stay active right now in what they're doing. Uh, Ryan Coogler in the cast of Black Panther. Now, oh. you know, they went to Oscars and everything like that, and they done made moves. All of that. Jordan Peele, what? Go ahead, finish Jordan Peele. Go ahead. I mean, like, there's a. I'm just saying, for me, I don't have anybody, like, I, I specified because there's, to me, there's I a lot. Two more people. So I want to put LeBron James and also Colin Kaepernick. I know, you know, back to sports or whatever, but, you know, those people are, you know, big in our culture. Because, like I said, it's like music. In sports and art is is like our culture. I mean, it's not a whole bunch outside of that that inspires us as far as a culture um, in this country, as far as just this country. So, but I want to put LeBron because I felt like he also he too was active in the community and uh, he stands up to these these politics with, of course, that you know the shut up and dribble type of thing. I feel like that was. Um, totally wrong of the politician to say that for a, a basketball player and 
for a basketball player of his stature, he should, you know, give his just, you know, we all should have an opinion, you know. Everybody here has an opinion, you know what I'm saying? And I felt like he was um he was right by giving that opinion at the time and also too Colin Kaepernick because of what he did too. Not only did he kneel for a spe- you know the specific reason was, you know, the police brutality, but he also gave back what people didn't see where he was, you know, he basically got blacklisted from the NFL and with his own money, um, he was buying, you know, men of the black descent, you know, he was buying men's suits so they can get jobs and, you know, um, give them shelter and, and water and everything. And it's no different from everybody else. But I felt like as like as a person who just got blacklisted from one of his dreams and it was his dream to play sports play football, play a quarterback in the NFL. I'm pretty sure, you know what I'm saying, he want to still do that. But for him to do that, I thought that was great. And it, it was a moment in time for black history. Go ahead. Um, uh, one of the last people that I'd like to give a special shout-out to is Akon. Um, he helped... Uh, give electricity to a lot of different people in Africa. Over a couple million people in Africa. Which, that's great because in Africa, they they really don't have good electricity out there and a lot of things is not good out there. They don't have the greatest distribution of their resources out there because of some of the political battles that are being dealt with the time being i ain't gonna lie to you bro white people i i just i'm gonna get to the point on that one because i think about how many times africa's had a resource and a white people of whatever stripped nation <laughs> they stripped them of it yeah and that's because they found value in something that africa is just like well this is like normal like you know what I'm saying? How how can they put value on something of a standard of a white person when to them it's normal? And it shouldn't be looked at like that. But then, you know, as time changed and, you know, white people around the world made it worth something, that resource then became the thing that made Africa's, you know, parts rich. Certain parts of Africa really rich, really, to be honest. But Akon out there doing this thing. It's weird because a lot of musical artists have been out there doing their thing. It's not weird, like I wanted to stop, but it's weird. It's just like, man, like, like there's other people out there doing stuff, but like to see that there are actually, you know, artists out here taking their time out to make a difference. It's nice. <laughs> Welp. One more. I just want to throw out there because women, women, we gotta talk about black women. Harriet Tubman was the greatest. Black woman in our history known a man. And everyone knows why. Everybody knows why. We're not going to tell you. You already know. And if you don't know, do your due diligence. I'll leave you all with this one quote. It is by a black poet. I'm forgetting her name currently. But... No, you're supposed to leave it, make it a surprise. You got to go look up the quote. <laughs> We're leaving make this. sure you look it up. You're going to look up the quote. <laughs> That's how you do it. You're gonna, y'all going to learn. Go ahead. Y'all going to get to learn it. Now, 
The quote goes as this. There is only one race, the human race. Black and white only exist on paper. Get it? Because like when you write down ink on white paper, you're using black ink and it goes on. Give me, them, give me, me, snaps. You know, give me some snaps. Are, you, are, some are snaps. you feeling the energy? Give me some snaps. Are you feeling the poeticness? Okay, okay, okay. All right. <laughs> well, that's going to be our podcast for our Black History Month. <laughs> and always remember, opinions are unavoidable, and we want you to create regardless. That's true. We do. Now, seeing that this is the end of our show, I got to hit you with that good old, uh, good old razzle-dazzle. Hit your boy up on Anchor. You can hit me at, you know... Middle child, <laughs> of course. And uh, my mama has four kids. Look us up and give us a chance. And as I always say, if you have any opinions, we love to hear those opinions. I like to know if we're doing good. I like to know if we're doing bad. I like to know if we've made any improvements for you. For especially for those who've been listening since day one. You know, if we if we still suck. Let us know. I like to know this stuff. If you hated this episode of our podcast, You're be sure to let us know on all social media platforms. Such as? Such as Instagram, Twitters, you knows, Facebook, all of that. You dig? You can catch me there at C-P-H-L-A-T on all platforms. You can catch me there at Big Daddy V Money. On all platforms. I'll be Middle Child on Twitter or Middle Child at Kayshawn on Twitter. And I don't want to give out my Facebook information yet. But you can email me at Kayshawn at gmail.com. That's, it's, listen closely, Q-A-I, all lowercase now, Q-A-I-S-H-U-N at gmail.com. For those of you who know me, just talk to me personally. For those of you who don't know me, just shoot an email. I'll be there. Please. Please. Also, of course, got to thank Anchor for allowing me to put these up on platforms. Also, Anchor is, you know, combining with Spotify, for those of you who didn't know. So, if you have a Spotify, a.k.a. Spotify, I like to say that, I don't know why. Go ahead, find us on Spotify. Same thing. My mama has four kids. Capital my capital mama for like the number kids don't forget the has somewhere in there all right i hope y'all enjoyed this fantastic black history month podcast and i hope to hear from y'all next time i enjoyed it too actually i had a good time yeah i like this (laughs) all right enjoy your black history month uh for the racist (laughs) that's all (laughs) just leave it there uh, too bad. <laughs> we gonna keep too making bad. history. Black power. <laughs> oh, savage. All right. Have a good night. Good day. Goodbye. All right. Well, how yep. you gonna say it? <laughs> and then you're not even gonna.